Hello. I'm live. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what dickheads. Literally. Okay, let me let me get let me get my script out because apparently four times is not enough to learn how to say the same thing, huh? It's okay. I still have my script out okay. too. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to the Out of Luck podcast, here meeting in different time zones just for you, bringing you the buzz from Tel Aviv all the way to Amsterdam. I'm Fawn. And I'm Itan, and today we'll have a quick get to know us chat before getting back to being out of luck. Wow, we actually said it different this time. I know. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to edit it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I do have a great time. Um, um, okay. Man. Sorry, my internet is so bad. My internet is honestly so bad. But it's not even my fault. Like, how many years have we people been on Earth and the internet is still not good? Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready too. I'm ready, I'm ready. Welcome. What is this episode, Nitan? Start us off, start us off. This is episode four. And today is going to be on sports, health, and wellness. More specifically, talking about hobbies. Um, so I think hobby, like different kind of hobbies is something that me and you have learned to develop over the years. I think you were actually better at it than I was better at it until recently. Yeah. And then recently I started getting more into it because I was like, I want to be like you. And then you were like, I want to be like you. Anyways, <laughs> um, but it just gets boring, huh? That's why that's why I started. But my attention span is so short that like when I start a hobby, I immediately want to do something else after. That's why I just have like so many different things that I just do. I feel like also recently in the years you've kind of like found a hobby and started getting super into it and do it like all the time and then you're like, "Ooh, I can make a business out of it." And like you make an Instagram for it or something and then like you're like Ugh, I can't make a business out of it. So then yeah. you stop. Like, especially with the art thing. It's like also a lot of people I know, they're always like waiting on me to like post new things or they come to me with like ideas that they want me to make. But it's actually not that easy. It's really not that easy. I know. And it's just, yeah. But we'll talk about why it's not easy today. Um, okay. My, my three main hobbies... Uh, I think my main one is touch rugby, but I think that's, it's not so much a hobby when you do it, like, as much as I do it, um, but it is still fun. Well, it's a part of a team, so it's, like, I think things, well, okay, the reason why I wouldn't categorize touch as a hobby is because it's more of a passion, and I feel, you know what I mean? Like, it's more something that I'm just, like, that I don't have to think twice about wanting to do. Yeah. Well, I think it's also, like, something that you were doing for so long, you know? I don't think it's... I don't think you could call touch a hobby. No, because it's, like, I think about now, it's kind of second nature. Like, and I just love it. But, so, okay, now I have to pick a new three. (laughs) Um, I think one of my main hobbies is, like, collage art. Um, We'll get into a deeper discussion later about what all these things are. But collage art, I also like writing a lot. And 
then um i think i'll do reading slash sudoku is like the same level yeah okay fair um my hobbies i have some weird hobbies so the first one i was gonna say yoga but then when we were having that discussion about you and touch yeah. then it's kind of the same situation so yeah. scratch that um one of my favorite hobbies is recently i really got into it it's puzzle making <laughs> <laughs> i love it um and I also recently started reading after not picking up a book for like four years. And a third hobby of mine is knitting. <laughs> Which she did self-teach. I did self-teach. Uh, well, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So I guess like, so we have like our hobbies that we just listed are just things that w- sort of came to be, I guess, because I'll get into a little bit. I think the knitting and my collage art can go sort of hand in hand because that was relatively all self-taught. Like, we didn't go somewhere to figure it out. We just figured it out for ourselves. And me personally, I really like working with my hands and I like to do things my own way. So I don't, per se, like watching videos instructing me how to do things unless... Unless I re- like, unless it's like building an entire closet, then I'll watch a video for it because <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But um, yeah, when Corona started, or not really started, but when Corona was happening, like the second wave, I came across a girl's Instagram. It's called, I think it's called East of Honey, but she's like my main source of inspiration. I came across hers um, and she had these awesome photos that she's made um through like collaging and like putting things together that was just so like surreal because it's it's quite surrealist art it's like something that you can't take a picture of with a camera so I just went to the grocery store got some magazines came home and then literally with like my kitchen scissors and some tape that I had laying around. I just sort of started putting things together. And then when I finally finished like three or four of them, I thought like, you know, why not just like get the tools that that would be necessary to like actually make your life easier if you want to do this for fun. Um, And then I, you know, I had a great time and it was just something for me that (laughs) was like kind of jokes, but, yeah if you want to take a look it's i'll leave the (laughs) the at in the description for my instagram but it is it's just a easy pastime and you know it's something that you're not that i'm not proud of it i am proud of it but it's just not something that i really care if other people will like or not just because i like it so much yeah yeah And I was also going to say, like, as you were, like, making the collage art, like, and posting it, like, on your story or, like, whatever, like, people probably, like, I know I for sure was like, holy shit, you're so good at that. Like, what, where did you learn how to do that? But I, it's, it's nice because, like, it's not that I need the acknowledgement because I literally just, like, I don't really care if people think it's cool or not. Um, It was really just for fun, but I, I do, um... I did find it quite nice like when when people were just like oh I didn't know that it was you who was making this because I think a lot of people just thought that I was finding pictures and then posting them um but yeah 
so yeah, yeah I think that was pretty and like so for me how I got into knitting it was kind of, it was I was inspired by Fawn because she says she doesn't have many hobbies or whatever but this girl like whenever she wants to try something new she does whenever she gets into something she gets fully into it okay and I was always so jealous. Like, I was like, how come Fawn gets to do all these hobbies? And I just sit on my ass at home all day and complain about my life. And then one day I was like, she does all these hobbies because she literally wants to. Yeah, but it's also because I'm really bored. Like, you're right. Like, I'm just sitting at home and there's nothing to do. Like, a hobby of another hobby of mine is just literally painting. Like, sometimes I'll just go and paint an entire wall of my house because because i have literally nothing to do and nobody can stop me so i want to do it yeah she makes up all these like projects for herself and like i had always i was always jealous of it and then i realized we were just at the same level of boredom at home and like if she can make up these projects for her then why can't i make up these projects for me you know so i was like hmm what can i do and i was really trying to think and then i watch like a lot of like youtubers and whatever so one day i was just scrolling through youtube and then i saw a diy how to make your own chunky knit blanket (laughs) and like a week beforehand i was like i really want to buy a chunky knit blanket and then i saw a diy and then the next day i went to my grandmother's house and she was like i saw something about finger knitting on the news today and i think that you should really check it out so i came home and i opened the diy thing and i saw it was finger knitting as well and i was like i've never heard of finger knitting And that day, I just decided to go on a walk, and I walked all the way to the knitting store, and I bought some thread, and I came home, and I opened a YouTube video, not the chunky knit blanket, because that was way too difficult for starters, but I opened this random YouTube video, and I just watched it for about five minutes, and I figured out how to do it, and and I was inspired to do it also by fun but also by the fact that i watch a lot of tv because i'm home a lot and i hate Mm -hmm. sitting on my phone Mm -hmm. and playing games while i watch tv but also how much can you just stare at a tv screen so instead of playing on my phone while i watch tv Mm -hmm. i finger knit and once i got the hang of it it became really so wrong by the way it sounds like you're saying i (laughs) i know i know i know i know um but yeah, so I made a few headbands and I made a scarf and I'm currently working on a blanket, which yeah. I think is pretty cool. And I'm really proud of it because I literally taught it to myself. And, and like, you, it's the that's the thing. You have this like sense of like a, an entire accomplishment. Exactly. You know? Like you, first of all, taught it to yourself. Nobody else had to help you. And like, yeah, OK, maybe you watched a video here and there, but it's, you know, you're not going to somebody and asking, like, can you show me how to do this? You're just like, OK. And I and to be fair, I've had failed hobbies as well. Like the other day I was like, because I had to draw something for our podcast. And I I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm kind of good. (laughs) So I went to go draw something else, went horribly wrong. I will never pick up like the fucking pencil again to draw on the iPad. No, 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 no. Like not in the way that I was trying to go for. But it just went all wrong. And there are sometimes hobbies that when you start you're really just like okay it really wasn't for me i tried it wasn't for me but at the same time we did just post a thing that said you don't have to actually be good at your hobbies if you just like to do something you can also just do it you know well exactly like my friend jacob came over here this or this week last week i don't know and he was looking at my knitting stuff and he was like you just keep making the same headbands over and over again can't you get creative and i was like 
why do I need There's to be no creative? Need. Yeah, because I do you're this for myself. Satisfied with those with those headbands. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I'm really proud of myself. And and even more than that, it's like like what you said. Like, it's really encouraging for yourself. I think it gives you it boosts your confidence like a yeah. lot because, like you know, you can be like, oh, I wish I could do that, but you can. You literally can. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it the best, but you yeah. can do it. And the fact that you get up and do something that you're like, I wish I could is already like an accomplishment. It already makes you feel good. And then if you practice and you practice and you get good, then Mm -hmm. it's even more like, oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. And even like if you want to try something and you first try it and then you don't like it, don't give up right away. Yeah. Give it a second chance. And it's a hobby. Like it's literally a hobby. You don't have to tell any anybody about it. You don't have to tell anyone. You can just do it yourself. And also if it really goes well, you can turn it into something. <laughs> what was I saying? But then I think um, when you said that, like, you can just knit while watching TV, I think we touched on that topic between us where you have both, like, passive and active hobbies that, you know, really get your brain stimulated. And, for example, reading is not as relaxing to me as Sudoku because I really like to understand what the author is trying to say. I really like to understand, like really take in the messages of the book and take in the words and everything like that. And so my brain is is still more stimulated than I would like it to be if I'm trying to relax, um, which is also why I think a lot of people find reading not so like, why people don't just don't read as much anymore. I love reading, but it does take some focus from me whereas sudoku i can just do it while watching tv and it doesn't really you know require so much brain attention but then at the same time of course when you were teaching yourself how to knit in the beginning you needed to focus and you needed to like understand what you're doing but the more you practice things the easier they become and it's like second nature then to sort of oh i'm just gonna do this because i need a time to relax and it's super healthy for you because giving your brain that opportunity to just like not because when you said i used to go on my phone i used to watch tv with the laptop open doing work while scrolling through my phone i didn't even know i had that many hands like you know how am i doing that like there's actually no way for your brain to to be able to commute that much information commute compute (laughs) that much information it's just too much you're like people are overstimulating themselves so much because before what did you have you had one phone and you had a family tv that you had to share with everybody now everything is your own you have literally everything i have ipad iphone whatever all these things why do i need them why do i need them they all have the same function just can throw them all away it's too much I mean, you're saying like now you have, but even in my family home, like I would watch TV and be on my phone and do my homework at the same time. But like now I have realized that it's an unhealthy pattern. I think what helped me realize the fact that I um, I like was getting my phone time, like the amount of time I was on my phone and it was getting to like 20 hours a day and I was like literally I didn't do anything except for play games all day and I was only playing games when watching TV and I hate I hate doing that or like go on social media while watching TV and a goal of mine this year was to be on social media less um and I noticed that like not only obviously my phone time has been down since I started knitting while watching TV but 
also I feel a lot less anxious because I'm not thinking about oh this girl is traveling in Sri Lanka and that girl is in Brazil and that guy is there and the guy that I like is doing this right now even though he told me I'm not thinking about that because I'm not aware of it I'm thinking about the TV and what my fingers are doing while I'm mm. knitting that's it yeah um and like what you were saying like yeah passive and active like sports I guess like uh, not sports hobbies but like I guess like I have written here to say that like hobbies is kind of like a meditative thing like it's kind of meditation it's kind of like you taking you time you know which I find is so important and people definitely don't do nowadays and I've learned this year how important you time is and it's literally just 15 minutes in the day to putting aside and it's also like like to relate it a little bit to sports it's like hobbies can also be things that you do with other people you know like join a team and stuff and and something that you're just beginning to do you know like of course hobbies can always develop and and all of this but I think an important factor is the sense of like disconnecting just for a bit you know especially when when I think of a hobby I think things that are not related to technology like TV, watching TV is a pastime. It's not a hobby. Yeah, I like watching movies, but what am I doing with it? It's just like there's nothing going on in my head. Like, yeah, I'm laughing here and there. But at the same time, um, uh, I think, like, for example, how I said I like Sudoku, right? We both like Sudoku. We both play Sudoku, but I always do it on paper, and you do it on your phone, right? And... So I wrote my thesis on this, like, on the concept of, like, disconnecting to reconnect. But I think it's... What is funny these days is the fact that people are trying to use technology to decrease their technology use, you know? And that really makes no sense to me because I did a lot of study on, on like, apps that... Um, how do you say it? Apps that monitor your your behavior online so it sort of um locks instagram or um locks your phone and you can't use it but then not even locks your phone it doesn't even have that function for most of the apps it's just like specific timers but you're still on your phone looking at the time you know and it's all it is is doing that or trying to decrease your screen time through the process of like gamification so every single app had a sense of like reward if i stay off my phone or if I don't, or if I can't do anything, but I'm still looking at my phone, then I will still get a reward for it. Whereas like that, you're still wasting your time near technology, near and around technology. But if you just like literally toss it to the side and pick up a pencil and a paper and like things with your hands, you know, you're so many more of your senses are getting stimulated, you know, and you're actually learning and you're actually taking a break from the stress that's, that's building up. Because when I do hobbies that are, like, very malleable hobbies that I can, like, touch and feel, you know, I really, I don't know if you have, but my brain goes blank, but in a good way, you know? Yeah, Yeah. you're meditating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just, (laughs) I hate technology. (laughs) And I know last episode was about mental health, but it really is so important for your mental health to do that. Literally just take... Like, for me, every morning I write a to-do list, and if you want, I'll read it to you right now. It says, 
three times of eight-minute breathing per day, walk my dog, take my vitamins, do yoga, go on a walk, work on my puzzle for at least 15 minutes, read a book for at least 30 minutes, and then the rest of my to-do list for, t- for the day. So I literally schedule every day that I will work for 15 minutes on my puzzle. And when I see like, okay, I, d- I did most of my to-do list, what do I do now? Instead yeah. of turning on the TV, I will go and work on my puzzle. Yeah. You know? Um, which I think is very, 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 very important. Yeah. I also think it's important to say that hobbies can evolve. Like mm-hmm. we were both saying like touch and yoga, those both started as hobbies. Yeah. It's yeah. something, they both started as hobbies that we just did on our pastime. I literally started yoga in order to try to relax, try to get f- flexible, to ease my way back into fi- the fitness world because I hadn't been doing fitness for three years. And little do you know, I fell in love with it. I became overly passionate about it. I dropped out of university because I realized I want to teach yoga. Mm-hmm. And now it's pretty much my whole entire life. And then I injured my elbows and then I injured my foot and I wasn't able to do yoga. So I had to go and find a different hobby to to fill in that time that I used to do with yoga. And now I have time to do both. I do yoga in the morning for as a workout. I'll have my yoga course as my education. And then on top of that, I have my other hobbies to do at home. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. Like for you, touch what started as a hobby yeah and it's like also when i came here like i played touch i played first touch socially and now i'm like a part of a team you know yeah that's like and the commitment of the team has also increased so everybody else that i've also been playing touch with socially they also it's no longer really a hobby for them it's like they want to do it that's why they keep showing up and it's it's really nice to see from yourself and also from other people um yeah as we said trial and error is a huge part just like finding out like you never know you never know what you're gonna like and what you're not gonna like you know it's all you need to just go out there and explore and I think um one of the biggest things for me like when I was just getting started like trying to find things to do to like fill my day and like pass time I was really struggling because I didn't know how to go about finding finding things to do and my sister, my sister Fashi is really good at, at that in a sense that um, she loves to Google things. And so she always says, there's a pottery class here. There's, uh, you know, candle making class there. My sister literally picked up dancing, ballet as a hobby. And I think that's the funniest thing, but she's having a great time. And Wait, so, I did not know that. Yeah, she just started doing that <laughs> for fun. But, you know, like, also, tip if you're in Amsterdam, I think it's called the... Kreya, um, with the University of Amsterdam, you can, they offer some, like, courses, some, some just, like, workshops that you can join. Also, I know that there's also one that I was interested in doing from, I think it's called the Candle Company or something, um, but they have also, like, a, a cough, uh, not coffee, that would be so dumb, um, a candle making course, uh, there's just a whole lot of things there's also i'll even try some out for you guys if you guys are really interested i know there's probably like two people listening right now but um there's this one thing that i saw on instagram which is like i think it's called sculpted but you can they send you like a whole kit and you can like make a candle out of like clay like make a candle pot out of clay and then like fill it with wax and it's the cutest thing it looks so cool i'll try to find it but yeah 
if I find it, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll share it to our Instagram story and then I'll make it a highlight. So you can go there. We'll make a hobbies highlight for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it can help you build yourself as a person. It really can help you. Yeah. I think we kind of touched on it, how it can make you more confident, like just seeing like you can accomplish like, but, but like you learn so much, like what I said in my job interviews like two years ago is kind of like what I'm going, I'm taking like as a quote for life now and in every aspect that I do. It's like, if you don't try, then you never know that you don't like it, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you try things... And you never know if you're good at it either. If you yeah. try something and you like it, great, keep doing it. And if yeah. you try something and you don't like it, then you know that you have to look for something else. And I mm-hmm. used to say that with jobs, like when I would be like in an interview and they would say, so do you want to be an accountant for the rest of your life? Why did you choose accounting? And I'm like, honestly, no. I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I want to do. And I want to learn to see what I don't want to do. And that will lead me to what I do want to do. And I I saw Mm -hmm. how that worked with school. And I saw how that worked with jobs. And now I'm seeing how that works with hobbies. And even like my puzzle making. Like I bought this puzzle for someone else. (laughs) And we got in a fight. And then it was just sitting in my house for around four months. And I was like, well, what a shame. Like it's such a pretty puzzle. And I was like, I kind of want to frame it. And in order to frame it, I have to do it. So I started doing it it, and I had so much fun. And every day I literally look forward to 5 p.m. when I come back from my walk with my dog and I can do my puzzle. I look forward to it. It's my favorite part of the day Mm -hmm. now. And I'm nearly done with it. And I'm Mm -hmm. so sad. I'm going to have to buy a new one. But I think... But I think... What? Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, like, it can really build you as a person and like teach you like things that you do like things that you don't like the kind of people you want to be involved with the kind of people Mm -hmm. you don't want to be involved with the different things you want to try and it it makes you honestly it just makes you quite an interesting person because you know when when somebody asks you like oh what do you like to do just tell them your hobbies you know and they might think it's completely deranged and so weird but so be it but they also might think it's really cool and i'm a type of person who i really hate to ask other people for help but i am taking more time out of my day now to like get to know the people that i surround myself with like my teammates and stuff like that and you learn things about people you learn their hobbies and then you know exactly who to go for for help right like i Another one of the things that I'm doing right now is I just bought a Buckfits, which is like uh, sort of like a cargo bike. So it's like a longer bike with like a big wooden box as a basket because I have a big dog. He sits straight in there. Um, But I want to fix it up to make it like more dog proof. And I'm quite handy with tools and stuff. So I've added like by myself, I've added a place to clip in his... um, clip him in so basically like a doggy safety belt and I added like a little nameplate that says rusty and everything like that but I also want to like make the sides a little bit higher just so for safety maybe add a door so it's easier for him to like get in and out and I was thinking like how am I gonna do this because I hardly know anything that there is to know about wood right or like woodworking or how to make hinges or put hinges and create a door or something like that. And there's a guy that I play touch with who's really handy with tools. And I wouldn't know that unless I asked him what he was, what he did or what he's into or stuff like that. And now I have someone to help me. Yeah. 
you know just like somebody might come to you and be like hey what are your hobbies and you're like i do this this and this and people are like oh my gosh i want one of those things or oh can you teach me how you do that i also want to do it you know i have a lot of people who said oh my gosh can we one day sit down and make a collage together i'm like yeah for sure that's what inspired me to do yoga teachers course and become a yoga (laughs) teacher was me uploading every single day yeah fast forward videos of me doing yoga on my story not expecting much of it i was uploading on my story because i was embarrassed to upload it on my actual instagram feed and literally every time i would upload a a video i would get at least five or six dms being like oh my god where do you teach how much do you charge for a lesson and i was like what i'm not even a teacher what do people want from me and then i was like okay i'll teach and i was like but i don't feel comfortable teaching if i'm not a teacher so then yeah. I said, okay, I'll do a teacher's course. And now my dream is to own four studios, two in Israel and two in Sri Lanka. So you never know. You never know. But also what I was going to say is that I think, like, imagine being that kind of person where someone's like, oh, what are your hobbies? And you don't have any. Like, Yeah, how, how embarrassing is that? Then? It's happened to me so many times where yeah. I've literally heard, like, my guy friends come back to me and they're like, Dude, I asked her what she does and she said like nothing. She just likes to be with her friends and like social media. And I was like, exactly. And as also as a as a girl who has a lot of hobbies and also dates, that's one thing that guys are really like asking. Like guys like when girls do more than just take photos of themselves. Like not that that's all that girls do, but to put it in very simple terms, but it's like, you know, they're they want to boys are like children they like you know playing little games and doing puzzles so if you do something cool or a little bit out of the ordinary then they're like oh i also want to try that because boys honestly they're not fucking creative they're not creative so maybe they just want to also learn what our hobbies are because then they can steal it but they won't be half as good as us but (laughs) it's just it's a nice way it's an interesting thing to have about yourself it's like a quirk but in a in a really cool way Dude, I just realized I haven't worn my AirPods this whole entire recording. Oh, so you can hear me? Yeah, but to be fair, it shouldn't be a problem, right? Because we take pauses. Okay, fine, true. I was just like, uh. (laughs) But put them in now, in case it... (laughs) I'm not even wearing pants! I wish I was screen recording on my phone. She literally just stood up in her pants around her knees. Nitsan. Nitsan! How did I not even know that your pants were off the whole time? I literally said it when we started recording. I was like, I don't have my pants on right now. Oh my god. Um, (laughs) We're having like a dead ass serious conversation. Like there's hardly been laughing. Like I've been like looking her dead in the eyes and she's just not had pants on. Oh my god. Uh, what I was going to say, sorry about that, but what I was going to say is like you were talking about boys and stuff and like I have like an actual real life example of like the guy that I mentioned that I was dating for a little bit and we decided that it would be better off just as friends and like we're still in touch now. So I recently saw him after not seeing him for around two months and like when I was seeing him, I didn't have any hobbies. It was either I was hanging out with him or I was at home doing nothing. And, like, he was aware of that. He knew yeah. that I was just sitting watching TV all day waiting for him to text me. And then we were, like, sitting and he's like, so what's up? What's new with you? 
And I was like, well, I started knitting. I started puzzle making. I started reading. I started, and he was, he was in shock. He was like, you're doing so much. And I was like, yeah. He's like, how did you learn how to knit? And he, he was taking interest in all the hobbies. Even like knitting sounds so boring. Okay. But any, any, every person that I told I started knitting, they're like, how'd you get into that? How'd you start that? It's a conversation starter. And it's impressive. Like, if you look at me, you would never guess I do puzzles <laughs> or knit on my free time. You know what I mean? But I do. And it makes but me it's a more interesting person. You, you don't, you might not know like who out there is also into the same thing as you. Cause like, I know a lot of people, people play Sudoku, but also a lot of people my age are going out and getting hammered every night. And mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I've had a lot to drink this week, but, <laughs> but it's I your mean, birthday you week. know, it, it was my birthday week, but I'm just saying, like, a lot of people my age are just going out, like, to raves and techno parties. And that's, like, that's not fun. For me, that's not fun. I know it can be fun for some people, but for me, it's not that much fun. But, you know, I'm into Sudoku and reading and staying inside and doing random shit. And the guy that I went on a date with, I was like, yeah, I like Sudoku. And he was like, I also like Sudoku. And then he put me on this new game called Wordle. Nitsan also loves it and it's great it's really fun wordle new york times wordle just google it Wait, there's another i hobby. forgot i forgot to tell you my i was on the phone with my grandmother from canada this week and she was like yeah. oh my god have you heard of wordle it's great but it's so <laughs> difficult it's really difficult because it's a five okay i'll explain the basis right it's like it's a game and you have to guess the word right and you have five I think five or six, but I think five chances to guess the word correctly. And it's always a five letter word. So it's a different five letter word every single day. Um, It like resets and you get like, yeah, you just try to guess it. And so (laughs) if you type in a word, like let's say I type in drive, right? Then the ones that come up as gray means that that letter is not in it. And then the ones that come up as green means that you got it right and it's in the correct place. And if it's orange, then it's there, but it's not in the correct place. And so I was doing it. And then I had R, V, E. Those were the ones that I had correct and in the correct place. So obviously my logical mind just goes, it's drive, right? And then it's Mm -hmm. like, no. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Then it must be drove. And it was like, no. And then it goes, trove. The word was trove. And I was like, what the fuck even is a trove? I don't know. I've never heard of that word. Like a treasure trove, you know? I didn't even know that's a thing. Oh. <laughs> but you see what I mean? Like, it was so difficult, but it's, it's really a good, a good time. Yeah. It really is a good time. Um, yeah. Okay, we're getting towards the end of the episode, and we should probably wrap it up because we it's got nearly... to go. We got to go. Yeah. We got to go to our hobbies. No, I'm just kidding. But I did say last episode that I would find the riddle, and oh, yes, I yes, found yes. it. Even um, I'm it's excited, a little guys. Bit, She's been keeping it for me, too. Yeah, but it's a little bit dark, but, like, don't take it to that that way. Just think about it, because it's really cool, okay? So, a prisoner Just has to Just tell them go- the name of it first. When I heard the name, I was like, Jesus needs son. This is supposed to be enlight- enlightening, this episode. Yeah, okay, so the name of the riddle is Nearly Hanging. <laughs> um and it goes like this so no actually tell them i meant tell them your google search to try to find it what did you read out to me oh that was just like something 
it was so the dark. death row riddle <laughs> yeah i was like bro and yeah. i'm the one who's into true crime and she hits me with that yeah so this this okay, is the riddle on. okay so a prisoner has to stand in front of a judge okay he has a hearing um and mm-hmm. he has to get punished and he will have a death penalty no matter what and the judge okay. says to him the judge says to him we will either hang you or shoot you okay if you lie, we will hang you. And if you tell the truth, we will shoot you. What do you think the prisoner can say to the judge in order to save himself? If you lie, we, we will hang you. you. If you tell the if truth, tell we the will truth. shoot you. He can say... He didn't do the crime, you said? It has nothing to do with the crime, the riddle. It just says, if you lie, you get get hanged, and if you... If you tell tell the the truth, truth, you will get shot. shot. Is he... Does he sign language it? No. You want to know what he said? Yeah. The answer is, the prisoner said, you will hang me. Because he's telling the truth. So they can't shoot him because he's telling the truth. Uh, they can't hang him because he's telling the truth. he's telling the truth. But if they shoot him, then he's telling a lie. Oh! Yeah, because I was thinking something along that line. And I came up with the stupidest... He's, he's sign languages. No, but I was thinking something <laughs> along the lines... That was really good. But something along the lines of, um, like... I'm not lying or something. Yeah. Or or like I'm not. That's guilty. what I was That's thinking too. Ass. Yeah. Whoa, that yeah. was a really good one. That was it's a, really a good, good one, one, right? I heard it and I was like, Poof. it's kind of like the chicken and the egg riddle. What comes yeah. first, chicken? It's, it's the same thing. Shoot, that really is cool. quite fun. You got to keep it up. You got to find riddles every week. Okay, I will. Yeah. I think that'll be something that we'll do because I yeah. I think that's a new hobby of oh, mine, riddle reading. And I think also a good idea for spirituality is there's a lady on TikTok. Remember I came to you with like, you went into the woods and there was a house. Would you walk in or something like that? Those yeah. type of questions. Yeah. I think we should do that at the end of spirituality and I'll like find some psychological tests or something. Okay. OMG, oh my god, I had a great time doing that riddle, even though I failed immensely. But Well, I, I love that riddle. I think it's a really cool one. I'm going to yeah. start finding riddles. My new hobby. Okay, uh, we're going to end the episode yeah. on that note. Next, but next time is spirituality for y'all. For all y'all. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about spirituality and believing what we want to believe. Yeah, but also, hey, if you... um need a hobby i'll i'll really i'll really focus hard on putting those on our instagram and you can just check out the highlights if you're like feeling bored and need something yeah. to do we'll keep you guys hooked we'll keep you guys hooked don't worry um yeah but anyways as per usual thank you for listening share us with your friends nitsan will hit us with the sociables follow us on instagram at out of luck dot podcast and tiktok at out of luck podcast and yeah thank you so much for listening have yeah. a great rest of the day give us five stars on spotify <laughs> give us a like comment yeah. oh yeah and, um, um my mom out Follow. of all people my mom out of all people said 
you guys didn't tell us when you're releasing the thing. So episodes out every Wednesday. <gasps> Sorry, mom. Now, now they know. Wednesday. Now they know. Woo. Yeah. What an influencer Look she forward is. Forward to huh? seeing us. Good Savage. job, mom. I didn't even know she yeah. said that too. Okay. Crazy. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye. Signing off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>